Hey guys, it's Quinn. You're about to hear our brand new audio newsletter. All the most vital science news you missed this week, the stuff that's affecting all of us right now, recapped by Brian in five minutes or less. Now, this comes out every Friday to correspond with our email newsletter. And after today, it's exclusively for our premium members. So if you dig it, please head over to importantnotimportant.com slash shitgiver to sign up for our premium feed. It's only $5 a month or $49.99 a year, and that's a 17% discount on that monthly rate. You'll get this and some other cool stuff too. So that's importantnotimportant.com slash shitgiver. For more details, check your show notes. Enjoy! Happy Valentine's Day, and welcome to your Shitgiver exclusive audio newsletter. Here's your weekly snapshot. The EU lost their meat pies to Boris, but gained a hell of a lot of clean energy. Energy emissions are flat worldwide, but flat is not enough. Be damn glad you're not stuck on a cruise ship with the coronavirus. We have CRISPR'd the first cancer patients. Can we trust BP oil? Democrats campaign on fixing our soil. Here's what happened this week. In clean energy news, what a difference five years makes, he says, having aged 50 years in those five years. From Sandbag, in 2019, wind and solar provided 18% of EU electricity, whilst coal fell to just 15%. Only five years ago, the EU generated twice as much from coal as it did from wind and solar. In just one year, coal generation fell 24% in the European Union and is now less than half the level in 2007. This led to a 12% fall in European power sector CO2 emissions in 2019 alone, the biggest fall since at least 1990. Here's how you can take action. Earth Justice made a fun map of remaining coal ash sites in the U.S. They're the ones that dump ash into your water, find one nearby, and go protest your heart out. In climate change news, great news, global energy emissions were flat last year and the economy grew. Bad news, from MIT, emissions rose by nearly 400 million tons overall in poorer parts of the world where energy consumption and, by extension, coal demand is still rising. The report doesn't include greenhouse gas emissions from other sources like agriculture, land use changes, or wildfires, which could otherwise affect the totals. To reliably prevent global temperatures from rising 2% Celsius above pre-industrial levels, which is hot enough to destroy the world's coral reefs among other serious dangers, the world needs to slash emissions by 25% this decade and reach zero by 2070, says the UN's climate panel. To stay clear of 1.5 Celsius, which carries frightening risks of its own, we'd likely have to more than have emissions by 2030. That's in 10 years, folks. Uh, here's how I can take action. It's that time of the week. Fire up fivecalls.org, call your representatives, and demand a Green New Deal. It never gets old. In biology news, here's your coronavirus update. It peaked. Maybe. Wait, nope. From CBS, doctors in China adopted a new way of diagnosing the novel coronavirus, leading to a huge jump in the official numbers of deaths uh, blamed on the disease, and the number of confirmed cases in the country. Officials in Hubei province, the Chinese region where the virus is believed to have jumped into the human population from wild animals, reported 254 new deaths and 15,152 new cases of the flu-like virus. The increase brought the worldwide death toll to at least 1,370, which includes Japan's first fatal case, and the number of confirmed cases around the world is now over 60,000. What's this mean for you? Well, it's not growing outside China yet, and you're already washing your hands and ignoring sick people, so you're good. But don't forget, the CDC is running out of money to fight this stuff. So you have to register to vote, and then you have to vote. In cancer news, CRISPR didn't immediately kill those test cancer patients. Woo! 
From New Scientist, CRISPR gene-edited immune cells have been injected into three people with advanced cancer without any serious side effects, the first trial of its kind in the United States. It's also the first CRISPR cancer trial in the world to publish its finding, and the encouraging results will pave the way for many more trials. Uh, it's an important milestone, says Wasim Kassim at the UCL Great Ormond Street Institute of Child Health in the UK, who is carrying out a similar trial there. The US trial was intended only to assess safety. The three participants had tumors that hadn't responded to other treatments and were given only one dose of the gene-edited cells. Here's how you can take action. Support Dr. Kasim and his institute who are running that similar trial. Immunotherapy doesn't work for everybody, but this could help change it. In food and water news, here's how to talk to Farmers 101. From The Guardian, every leading Democratic campaign now endorses an aggressive approach to conservation that could dramatically reduce greenhouse gases, improve water quality, and enhance rural prosperity. In other words, the gig is up on the last 50 years of chemical and export-driven food production. It hasn't worked for farmers or rural communities, and they know it. Here's how you can take action. Go to votesaveamerica.com, check your voter registration, get other people registered, and then go vote. Vote for people who care about our soil and our food and our farmers. And here's all the rest. AOC would like to build a whole hell of a lot of EV chargers in the U.S. Call your house rep and kindly instruct them to support the Electric Vehicles Freedom Act. After a number of high-profile failures, it's back to square one with Alzheimer's drugs. A chunk of wind turbine blades aren't recyclable. What do we do with them now? The East Africa locust swarms are probably due to climate change. I'm fairly sure I've read about this somewhere else. On that note, Lyme disease is expected to rise 92% in the next few decades thanks to climate change. Oil giant BP says they're going carbon-free by 2050 and have provided very, very, very little detail on how exactly they're going to do that. We don't know much about how bad the emissions from the fashion industry are, but we do know they might be more than transportation. This new sugar substitute is made from food waste, which, as a reminder, is the stupidest thing we do. That's it for this week. To go deeper on any of these headlines, just go to importantnotimportant.com slash newsletter. Thanks for being a premium member, and thanks for giving a shit. Have a great weekend! 